0: Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important, getting or letting go? Well, 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 Uh, It seems we have found ourselves here again on another week. Of the Push to Start podcast, it is your boy Nicholas Hensley. How are it's the girl,
1: Sierra Danielle, and Calvin? Sounds like he's in a washing machine.
0: <laughs> Do
2: <I>? Yes.
0: <laughs> what about now? I don't hear it now. Yeah. Okay, you it's good. your boy, Famous Phillips. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm here. <laughs> um, what's up, guys? Listen, we took a week off, uh, mainly due to the fact we had a lot going on. Secondly, to the fact that we gave y'all two hours last week. Uh or the week before rather. So clap it up the mile one more time for that. Um, I have not seen you guys talk to you guys in the past two weeks. Uh recap the past two weekends, how you feeling, how's life? You are looking black, beautiful, highly favored, and corona-free. Uh what's been going on with the both of you all?
1: Um, my birthday weekend was phenomenal. <laughs> <Nick>. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like I know what you're about to I say. ain't know,
0: when, I know I know we Phenomenal. I ain't we were starting off that strong.
1: It was it was phenomenal. Yeah. They had a lot of stuff planned for me. It was perfect. Um got a lot of great gifts, a lot of great vibes, got really drunk. Um and yeah, it was it was by far the best birthday I've ever had
0: for the um, people that don't know where were you at partying for your birthday
1: um our hotel was in alexandria virginia but we did okay. do some stuff in dc um we like walked to the monuments and stuff and hung out out there while it was later so it wasn't that you know populated and then um we went to maryland for my party
0: okay that's what's was up, really man. good his
1: friends had like a like a music and a microphone so when I like came in they like announced it and it was making a big deal because they know I'm on, like I do like podcasting and on stuff so they made like a big deal out of it so it was really cute
0: you uh I, I, from my indication and my vantage point this was the first time that uh they <laughs> I knew
1: it I knew
0: you to, was the going so, to the social media street and you know I don't you know for, for me I don't really care about none of that stuff but I know a lot of people do so how was I that I got
1: I got I when I posted the first thing I posted was us taking a shot together and I got so many DMs like girl oh my god oh oh energy oh 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 you know not too many dudes in the DMs (laughs) I think I lost a couple followers (laughs) and no but it was mainly girls because not nobody really knew like I wasn't like I mentioned stuff about me talking to somebody, but I don't really like. This was the first time that I posted it, so all, a lot of my female friends was
2: like, "Ooh, that's what's up." So you
1: what kept him up? a secret? Uh-uh. No, I didn't keep him a secret. I didn't keep a secret. Too. I didn't keep the fact that I was unavailable a secret. I just didn't put out who my dude was, which that's really nobody's business. So it ain't,
0: it ain't, it ain't nobody's business. Well, shout out the homie. Uh, what's his name?
1: Wow!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, right. We're not going there. We're not his, going there yet. His,
1: his name is Anthony.
0: Oh, word! Shout out to Anthony! Shout out to Anthony, bro. We we can't wait to meet you, man. Invite. Hopefully, me and Calvin have a invitation to the wedding. Uh, with that oh, time no. house. uh Famous man, I ain't seen you in a in, in a month of Sundays, bro. How you feeling, bro? Good. It was I good. feel like that's no, a lot.
2: Good. I feel good. No, I really haven't seen Nick in a while.
1: Cause y'all yeah, been yeah, saying that, yeah. and y'all just kicked it yesterday.
0: No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I ain't seen. I haven't nah. seen Cal. I ain't seen Cal in a minute.
2: No, nah, it's been like three three weeks, probably. <laughs> yeah,
0: close yeah. to a month.
2: Um, no, nah, I've been good. Uh, really, just been working, working out, and chilling with the lady. Um. Nothing, nothing different has happened other than me getting ready for the NBA season that starts tomorrow, which yes, when sir. you hear this, it will be yesterday. Um, I'm excited to see some NBA games, man. I'm so, so freaking lit about yeah, basketball man. season.
0: Uh, Cal, where you at with it, man? Where you watching the games at tomorrow?
2: Um, I'm going to go to Drake Crib.
0: So okay.
2: Feel free if you would like to come over, come watch the game. You might get some uh,
0: wings or something. All right. Sounds, sounds like a bet. Um, I Over the past Two weekends I'm trying to think Of this past weekend If there was anything Spectacular I really don't think There was um, Just kind of hung out My You know we had A conversation The other week About girls night Versus guys night uh, There was another Girls weekend and your and
1: girl I, Aired you out I seen yeah. that
0: yeah, yeah. Like, like you got on this podcast talking like you ain't way. know nothing yeah, whoa, 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 and
1: she aired whoa, it out.
0: Y'all need to relax. She right. She didn't air us out, me out. She didn't do that. But she did have a girl weekend. She did it up. They did the little paintings and all that stuff. I'm telling you, man, if there's somebody, I, there's not another man on the planet that experiences girl weekends the amount of times that I experience girl weekends or girls nights or anything like that. I'm trying to tell you. It's unmatched and undefeated. On the flip side of that, the weekend prior to that, I don't know if y'all knew I was supposed to be out on the boat. And uh, long story short, beautiful vibes, great people. Uh, Shout out to Ashley. Uh, Lake Norman. I'll be Uh, going there
1: in a couple weeks.
0: We will have a conversation about that a little bit later on in the show. But um, I was scheduled to get on a boat with uh, the good homie Ashley. Shout out to her. Happy belated. And long story short, man... um, we got there, all ready to go Docked up, snacks locked and loaded And tell me why The boat had been broken for a week And it had not been communicated To her up until the time That everybody was at the boat
2: I'd have been pissed
0: Bro, yeah. <laughs> it was It was crazy, man, now granted Even though the boat was broke, we were in good spirits uh, Everybody kind of took it In stride, and we definitely made uh, An audible and, you know, a quick adjustment and had a nice little picnic outside uh at a a park not too far away you know just still kind of keeping in charlotte but man it was a it was a definitely interesting sight so i was gonna shout them out on the uh on the podcast this week because it's a company but i can't even forget the name i mean i can't even remember the name but shout out to ashley she i hope she really still had it looks like she still had a good birthday man but um other than that we really have not had I mean, it, there hasn't been too much pop culture related incidents I mean, not more than what we're going to get to uh, on the show. Did you guys hear that we're going to get this other stimulus uh, at the beginning yes. of September? Bring
1: it on. Bring it on.
0: Yeah. Wait, it's
2: the beginning of September?
0: Yeah, towards the beginning of September. So you're going to get another 1200 out this thing, bro. Um, coming to you live and direct so anybody that makes under seventy five thousand dollars who listens to this podcast which is probably a majority of the listeners if not all <laughs> you will be on the lookout <laughs> for that 1200 uh coming in the next few months or so and um also we are getting ready to gear up for school shout out to everybody getting ready for that man that is going to be interesting anything else on the pop culture related news i know logic dropped an album his last album come you know going into retirement, how y'all feel? Did y'all listen to it? Just kind of didn't care. Nope. It, it was very,
2: it was very blah.
0: Yeah, it was blah. It was just blah. Sounds like we had heard it before. Sounds like we had heard it before. And you know what? Just like that, Sierra, we lost Calvin. Just like that. Wow. Wow. You hate to see it. Hate you hate to, to see, see it. it. You know? Uh and here he yeah. comes right there. I went
1: on the picnic too. Oh, did you? We went on a picnic at a waterfront in D.C.
0: Oh. A picnic on a waterfront where?
1: In D.C. is this place called The Wharf.
0: Oh, and nice. It's
1: like a, um, and we were supposed to go early in the day, but I'm actually glad that we went. Like, we kind of got out there like around 8 o'clock. And it was yeah, right yeah. as the sun was setting and the lights from the buildings were coming up. And it wasn't that hot. We got seafood, had some champagne, some liquor, and me, him, my Sit. brother. It sounds
0: it sounds like you fell in love. Uh the pat it sounds like you fell in love, man. That's what it sounds like. Smiling, can't speak, talking about <laughs> sunsets, talking about sunsets and cocktails. Cause man. I always
1: I've always wanted to go on a picnic. Like literally, this man took the time out to plan it strategically. Everything that I've ever wanted to do, we did.
0: That's dope. That's dope. Shout dope. out, shout out to him, man. Shout out, shout out to Black Love. You always know we love to see that, man. Um, there was a big announcement this morning made at 11 a.m. from a very, very popular thing that happens in all our households on a weekly basis from that good old company called Netflix. They have announced, let's get a drum roll, please. We are getting quite a few litany of black shows to Netflix streaming starting on Friday. Starting off with Moesha, y'all know. Both today.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, We got the game coming August fifteenth. We got sister, sister. Shout out to my girl on September first. We got girlfriends. Also, shout out to my girl coming September eleventh.
1: Somebody <laughs> made a good comment. They said y'all thought we was ready to talk about Isa and Molly, but Tony and Jones' relationship and girlfriend, oh, girlfriend. You know that's going to a... be a good friendship to talk about.
0: I was never the biggest girlfriends guy. Calvin, did you watch girlfriends?
2: I liked girlfriends because I like Tony because of her breasts. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>
1: <laughs> hey, I watched girlfriends. Up? I watched girlfriends a lot growing up. Like I watched girlfriends and half and half and all. Yeah, have
0: have yeah. the Parkers, half and half, and one on one. They are all going to be coming uh, streaming to Netflix. Uh, Netflix, I you know I would say they rolled out the bag, but I don't really know how much. How expensive this acquisition really was? I don't really know if it was.
2: I don't. I, I don't. Think I mean. I mean. They probably. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean. They probably spent. You know. A couple millions but I don't really know if it was a crazy, crazy acquisition, but nonetheless, shout out to that, man. So there's definitely going to be,
2: they're going to benefit more than what they, they're going to get a good return on their investment. I'll say that. Yeah. Because I I think, I think everybody would have wanted to see those shows and they didn't have the platform to do that. So
0: yeah, my, my girl, man, kudos to her. She's a huge sister sisters fan, obviously, because she is a twin. And the other week, you know, she was telling me, like, you know, there's nowhere to watch Sister, Sister, and the person that I am, I'm like, man, you, bro, Sister, Sister is streaming somewhere. Like, it's I'm just somewhere. Ready to th-
1: see, I'm just ready to see Tariq and all of them on, on Sister, Sister, because when I got old and went to college, like, yeah. Tariq was my, that was my boo. But I'm interested in seeing how I process the shows now as a grown woman versus how I yeah. did when I was younger, because the relationships now, we can actually relate to it and like, Talk yeah. about it. We we done been through college now, so it's just like I'm excited. There may
0: be some toxic conversations that come about some of these shows being re-aired and some of the conversations that come out.
1: Melanie though. and Darwin.
0: Yeah, yeah, Melanie and
2: Darwin. I don't really care too much about the game. We <laughs> <Yeah>. we've <laughs> talked about it, so the other shows yeah. we can revisit, but the game I'm gonna let them. Live. We
1: haven't really talked about the game that much.
2: I know. I'm I'm talking about me personally. I'm just over the game. They. Mm. They, they did a lot. Well, well, I will say,
0: uh, Netflix definitely did their due diligence by not adding the BET version of uh, the BET version of the game. They just did the whatever. What, what network was uh what's the name? It was on? like WB22 WB twenty yeah, two or CW. Like the CW yeah. or
2: something.
0: Yeah. Um, we're gonna go ahead before we gas up. I did post. Uh, some topics to have on the show tonight to some of our listeners on my social. I just Dad want to I do a. Whoever
1: cool brought up the fact that y'all be ganging up on me.
0: Yeah, somebody said we'd be ganging up on Sierra. I really don't believe in that. Uh, I guess they got hacked too. Yeah, I guess. Right, exactly. Wow. Uh, somebody, somebody asked me, "What are the best ways to make your partner please in the bedroom?" And I just directed them to the Minority Sex Report episodes. Let's talk about sex. Uh, real quick, like a hot, me hot take. Best way to please your significant other in the bedroom. Real quick. Hot take. What? Hot take. Best way to please your significant other in the bedroom. Go. Foreplay. Foreplay. Okay.
1: Foreplay matters. Foreplay definitely matters. Foreplay matters. Can't
0: can't go wrong with that. Uh, Is liking or commenting on someone I mess with picks cheating?
2: No.
1: I wouldn't say it's cheating, but it's definitely disrespectful.
0: This- I think
2: I think comments could be considered cheating, but not likes. Com- so if I'm
1: talking about yeah comments if you commented on another girl's pick that you done smashed or dated before me that's the- very
2: disrespectful. Especially <laughs> <laughs> you can, yeah if you like it that's different. If that you answer. like it, but if you but
0: if it, but if Calvin is scrolling through it, depends through him, on what it, you
1: like too. Like if she posted her ass, like if she one of them girls like posting her ass in the thong all up in the camera and you like double tap, double I mean, tap No
0: no, like, no 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 but like <laughs> but like if she posted like the Sunday the Sunday outfit pick and he comments on like girl your your hair is laid that's disrespectful.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Okay, so if your girl, if your girl see her ex on Instagram and he got a fresh cut and she be like, oh, that's what I said.
0: <laughs> right. No, that was that that's what yeah, I that's said. I bad. said, I said, fam, if your girl is over here commenting on this man's pic talking about some, ooh, look at his fresh cut. Come on, son. What are we talk like, what we talking about here. What are we talking about? That's disrespectful as fuck. Um, what other things that they mention here? Um, They also said uh, the down and dirty deets of moving. We had a conversation about this early on in the podcast. Uh, How do you know when's a good time to move in with your partner? Me and Calvin both live with our partner. Uh, Just go find that episode. Um, Somebody got real deep. Knowing the difference between compromise and losing self-value. That was a. That was. A, we. That's we a good have to topic
1: a, for a future. We can talk about that on another. Yeah, show. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We might have to revisit that topic, but um, let's go ahead and do what we always do as usual and gas up the whip. Sierra Danielle, we'll start off with you.
1: Um. So I have two gas ups since we've been gone for two weeks. So of course the first gas up is to Bay for giving me the most awesome birthday ever. But the second gas What's up. What's his
2: last name? What's his last name? Say his government real quick.
1: Say your girlfriend's government.
2: I can, but I am Say your, I don't have a girlfriend, actually, so I can't actually say, <laughs> say <it>. your fiance. <laughs> oh. Say got your fiance. It. Damn, what a Never
0: flex. Made. What a flex.
2: This is Nate Coleman. Soon to be okay. Phillips.
0: Okay. Mm, God damn. I
2: mean, what's, what's your you man you in like you I done. need to
0: know. I need to know. Hey, I need man. To know.
1: Anyway, uh, that's- the <laughs> second was one, I want to shout out to my oral surgeon at Lane and Associates because I got my wisdom teeth removed last week. Mm. and your girl was high for most of the weekend mm-hmm. um but i have ha- haven't had any pain it was like a really great procedure they put me to sleep it was over in like 25 seconds i felt like they put me to sleep and then it was waking me right back up so it was like you know so for everybody who was talking junk about my video i uploaded it. or not me being high I forget y'all i was high and under the
2: influence and i was crying but it's okay
0: that's what's up man well what's we saying? glad you're here now Dude, we, we, we glad you, you your teeth is all right and you don't gotta you know lose nothing to, you know what i'm saying your head didn't fall off during the surgery you know what i'm saying
1: have you gotten <laughs> your wisdom teeth taken out
0: i don't but i need to yeah i don't i have not but i need to if sure.
1: they ask tell them to put you to sleep
0: yeah oh 100 100 calvin man who you want to gas up I'm, I hate to do it again, but I,
2: I really don't hate to do it. I thought I got some of my boy LeBron, man. I'm so <laughs> oh, excited man. for him tomorrow. But I, I feel like he's going to win the MVP. I feel like he's going to win the championship this year. I feel like it's only right for a 35-year-old gray, gray-haired, bearded man to yeah. win it all this year for Kobe.
0: For Kobe. That will be lit, man. I have uh, been watching quite a few of the exhibition games myself just being super excited for that and um yeah man i am y'all don't understand we haven't had sports in how many months forever yeah it's it's, it's, it's been really like 3 i think maybe longer yeah, yeah especially with the uh, the nba being gone man so that's that's wild but um i want to give a gas up to uh, a Award show in which called the Emmys, and they have actually highlighted quite a few nominations for black actors. Um, so I want to say congrats to Issa Ray, Tracy Ellis Ross, Anthony yes. Anderson, Don Cheadle, Trevor Noah, Sterling K. Brown, Billy Porter, Zendaya, Jeremy Pope, Regina King, Octavia Spencer, and Carrie Washington all are nominated for an Emmy this year. And I've I don't know if that's some type of record. I would assume that it is, uh, but hopefully they all walk away with, with awards because, uh, you know, uh, sue me, I'm rooting for everybody black.
2: Right. All I know is And they gotta win. So got win, you, bro.
0: Yeah, Euphoria. Euphoria <laughs> was crazy.
1: Yeah, she acted yeah, she yeah, yeah. my ass off in Euphoria. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So shout but out I'm to them, really man. I'm rooting
1: for Issa too though, because her come up, she started off on YouTube and now yeah. she's like doing big things. So I'm really rooting for Issa.
0: Yeah, man. So, as you all know, we're a black podcast, and we room for everybody black. Let's go ahead and get this car started with Sierra Danielle, and ladies first.
1: Ooh, ladies first.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> ladies first. Yeah. You got all these hesitations. No, Pushing because
1: because I be wanting you to catch it, but it's okay. Cause you know, it's okay. It's okay. Um. What up, everybody? It is your girl, Sierra Danielle. And, you know, I'm going to talk about COVID-19. And I know that we are all tired of hearing this. We want to be out of quarantine. We want to be back to normal. Um, before I start, what's one thing y'all miss from pre-quarantine that you I'm probably gonna- took for granted, but now you miss it like crazy?
0: Yo, I just miss being able to, like, not feel guilty about dapping up my homies like drunk saying i love them (laughs) you know what i'm saying like i miss just being around the homies like mask off pissy drunk like legit just hugging up on each other like in public you know what i'm saying like i miss that Mm -hmm. vibration uh for real what about you pal
2: i think for me it's the lack of facial coverings like i didn't i didn't think wearing a mask would be that bad, but I really hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. And the thing is, it's like having a mask is like your wallet. You leave your mask, you might not be able to go anywhere. Like, yep.
0: for real. <laughs> yeah. Bro, leave it. Yo, yo. you know when you pat down your your, your pants, man, you got my phone, got my wallet, got done uh, my mask. Gotta, gotta, my I mask. Gotta, gotta go back in and get my mask, man. So I feel that. I feel that.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, I feel like for me, I just miss... I miss day parties. I miss like going to bars. I miss like being in like areas just to socialize. Like I miss that aspect without, like you said, without having to worry about this nigga coughed or they too close to me or, you know, who you been around, this, that, and the third. So I'm just ready for all this to be over. But I I wanted to talk about this because there's a lot of backlash and a lot of controversy right now in the media with them opening schools and whether or not schools should stay virtual, whether or not schools should reopen and sending the kids back. They're expecting these young kids to wear masks all day and stay social distance all day long. And we all know how kids are. Little kids, they don't know how to stay to themselves. They don't know how to stay back. They don't, they just, they just don't know. Um, But I saw a video today of them actually releasing like kids off the school bus. And like they were open, the school was open, and they were dropping kids off, and they had their masks on. And I'm very, I'm, I'm upset about this because one, everybody knows kids carry the most germs. Like they be around kids all day. Kids be sick, digging up noses and coughing. That you know, kids don't know how to cough and cover their mouth. You know, kids, they just, they're just like a petri dish for all of the common colds, the flu, whatever the case may be. And so I'm just upset at the fact that we're putting a lot of kids at risk and a lot of families at risk because if a child is asymptomatic and they come home and they get the family sick and then the families go to work and if they're essential, they still have to go to work and they go get their coworkers sick. It's like a chain reaction. And so I really want to know what y'all take is and how you guys feel about the way schools and colleges are being handled because colleges are thinking about opening up too.
0: Yeah so um there this there, there's a bunch of layers to this and I do want to preface my comments by saying that we don't have kids so we're just coming from the you know from the standpoint of just saying you know maybe what we would do and just kind of seeing how things are being handled I will say um Sierra is absolutely right when she talks about how kids are just a septic tank of germs and getting a 5 year old to 8 year old to keep a mask on, the duration of them being at school is just impossible. Uh, I think that when you think about the kids along with the teachers leaving the school and coming back, I speak from this from a perspective of my girlfriend being a teacher and the decision that her county has decided to make where the first few weeks of the school year are going to be virtual until they do a reevaluation at some point and then see where it's at and possibly go back to, I don't even think it'll be a version of full school. I think there would still be a hybrid, like one week on, one week off. There's one variation of that. My opinion on it, though, is, you know, it's really a tough, a tough call when you start thinking about these parents that have to make these decisions on whether or not to send their kids to school. Because it's like, what do you tell the responsible adult who's got kids, whatever age, that are at that school level, that to really kind of pick their job essentially to take care of the kids at the house, as opposed to sending them off to school, which is really a a bigger form of daycare to some of these parents. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, when you think about how, how that's going to affect the parents, it's like you, they bro. it's a tough call. Cause you want your kid, a a, a four, a five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old is not going to sit in front of a, a, a computer screen for, you know, two hours at that at max try to alone get them in front of a camera and actually pay attention at three so and you know i've been hearing all the experts talk about how that age group is so important for them to actually begin the learning process like if there's any group of people that really need schooling at this point it really is like that k through five range that you know I, i again somebody much smarter than me can tell me the specifics of why that's the case but um that that's my initial take right now and i'll let calvin go
2: I'm going to say this, um, going to what you said to, I'm going to piggyback a little bit off of what you were saying about the parents having to decide whether or not they're going to, um, decide work or school. Right. Because Mm -hmm. if you choose work, then that means you're just going to be like, fuck COVID. You may get COVID, but you got to go to school because I can't support you without working. You know what I'm saying? Um, And it's, it's tough. I feel like it's extremely tough for a lot of parents because you run the risk of your kids getting COVID but also spreading COVID throughout an entire uh, city or, like, state. You know what I'm saying? Because um, there's plenty of kids in school. Like, there's thousands of kids in school in North Carolina. So you're not just putting one person at risk. You're putting entire families and people who could be at risk, um, people who have, like, respiratory issues, et cetera, this is, my, this is my thing, though. I think that with them saying that the kids are going to go back to school, that's step one of the government saying, fuck it. If you get COVID, you get it. Because that's what it's, it's kind of feeling that way. If you, if you look at how they've been moving around shit, like I think right now they're just saying, yo, we've been, we've been losing money, quarantined for this long. I mean honestly if it ain't if it ain't fixed by now, then what it is you know it is what it is, and I think that's a terrible attitude to have when you're talking about a pandemic because obviously, when we did the quarantine the first time, they didn't do it correctly. that's why I hope they didn't enforce it correctly either. yeah i mean they they didn't do anything right about this shit at all, even the even the stimulus checks, like you're talking about people who won't be working for three to four months, and you give them twelve hundred dollars for four months like. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Fresh. There's there's mm-hmm. people quite literally that need to be able to work to to you know have means, and if you're taking that ability away from them, twelve hundred dollars a month ain't gonna cut it. it ain't See,
0: gonna cut it. Sierra. Before I, I didn't mean to cut you off, Calvin. But uh, before you jump back in, Sierra, how many people do you, Sierra, and Calvin know that have been affected work wise by COVID directly? Like, how many people do you know personally? Have have lost their jobs, hours been cut. Do you guys know people in your circle that that's happened to?
1: Not in my circle, but I know I know of people who have been affected.
0: Who've been affected?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people too. I'm gonna say probably about four or five, like job wise, that like they couldn't work where they used to work because of COVID
0: yeah. when it first started. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the same with me, too. It's, it, it's around that time. I've noticed some people and it, and it sucks, man. Like it really like when you really think about it, like we were not prepared for something like this. You know, mm-hmm. this 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 pandemic showed you how ill prepared we were as a society. Like we, we realize, you know how they try to tell. And I think I said this the last time they preach to us, save up for a rainy day. You know, make sure if you've got a savings account, have at least, what do they say, three or six months worth of expenses in your account? How many? Is at, that? Least months. Mm-hmm. at least three months. Bro, the United States didn't even have that in their in, in they account before we were starting to realize that we were having all these issues. Now, I know we're going off on a tangent. Back to the schools. Um, You know, I, I know this is a, a super, super hypothetical question, but if you guys had kids, would you send them to school?
1: No no i like i don't i mean at the same time it's like i get where i get why calvin's making that face but this is we're literally talking about life and death right now like i get it that some people are asymptomatic some symptoms are not bad some people don't really get that sick but i can't risk putting my child's life and the family's life at risk because if i send my child to school and my child goes to get sick comes home affects me their siblings you know their dad or their other family members you're literally putting because at the rate this thing spreads you're literally putting so many people in your family at risk
0: devil's advocate devil's advocate before calvin goes sierra you would technically be doing the same thing that you would be sending your kid off to school with by going to work you you work at a place where you're it's not just you you know, you're, you're not working from home. So I'm saying like you going to work is the but, same concept. As but you I will as say this,
1: a lot of jobs now, like, if, like take my job, for example. yeah, We are required to stay six feet apart. We have to wear masks. We can't enter right. the building without masks. If we have any symptoms of COVID, we have to take a, a, a screening before we get to work and enter the building. If we have any symptoms, we have to be out of work for at least 72 hours with no fever and we have to show a test. They're not doing that for kids. They're not making sure that they're symptom free before they get to the school. Like, think about think about how they handle everything else when it comes to the schools. Like, even down to school lunches, even down to the student, the school lunch debt, and all that kind of stuff. How they treat school kids, especially in public schools. We already know that public schools are on a decline already. So we honestly think that they're gonna handle this
2: any more better than what they handle
1: everything else.
2: I'm going to say this. I don't think they should open the schools, so don't get me wrong. I don't think they should open the schools, but I think if I had children, I'd probably send them to school. The reason being, the reason being, hear me out, is because I believe that, like Nick said, with me doing what I'm doing now, whether that be going to the grocery store or Walmart or working, I'm putting myself at risk just as much as a child would at school. Um, Essentially, well, but, but listen, essentially at school, It would be under a more controlled environment because there wouldn't be the variables of multiple different people, other than the regular students and staff there. So that would be my only pro to it because see, when I go to Walmart, I'm seeing a thousand people that I do not even have any remotely idea of where they're coming from, right? Whereas if they're going to school and something does happen with COVID, they know exactly where to pinpoint. Like, oh, this student lives in the two two seven one zero five area code. We know that those students may be at risk. We need to educate the the parents, et cetera, et cetera. I just feel like right now, when I go into a store, when I go into a grocery store, when I have to go shopping, like that shit is putting me just as much at risk as anywhere I else. I
1: I agree with the standpoint of being able to pinpoint where it started. But you're in a grocery store at Max. How many how how many minutes when you go grocery shopping? How much time do you spend in the store?
0: I mean, I mean, maybe maybe twenty thirty minutes
1: Cal?
2: I would say maybe around like forty five minutes for me because i I do like a big grocery shopping home
1: so you want these kids to be in school for eight hours a day around these people in classrooms, and you expect for them to keep their masks on all day long
0: no that's a dub, that, that's a dub for apart, the younger
1: in six feet apart, kids out there coughing like. <coughs>
0: Yeah.
2: I'm not, I'm not saying that they would apply or like listen to any of the regulations. Yeah, what I'm yeah. saying is I feel like it would be a lot safer if they were in a controlled environment like a school, because you know, the people coming in there in and out every day are the same people. And
1: then you also have to trust that the teachers are social distancing outside of
2: work too. Hell, it's, okay. I mean, you yeah. got, you got to trust that anywhere. Even when you go to work, <laughs> yeah. you got to trust your Yo. coworkers. I didn't go to a, Atlanta last week.
0: You had a grown-ass man and Lou Williams, basketball player for the Clippers, leave the bubble for a funeral and on his way home stopped at Magic City, right? Now he is on quarantine. Now, that, that's my Everybody thing. That's it,
1: my- Magic City is the African-American performing arts center.
0: <laughs> no, it is. No, like, for real. But I'm just saying, like, you got grown-ass men who are getting paid exuberant amounts of dollars To be in this bubble and act responsibly. That's the biggest thing. They're just saying, come in this bubble, act responsibly. When you leave, you know, go into the proper protocol, all these things. When you think about children, right, K through five, we're not saying that, you know, you can control them much more than you would be able to then, you know, like I said, a grown ass man. But at the same token, it's like, that is a dub thinking that you are gonna keep a mat like these kids are gonna keep this mask on just as much as it's a dub that you think that you're gonna keep them in front of a computer screen for umpteen amount of hours so either way you slice the cake I really don't know how this goes now the other side to this is when you start outside of k through five what about that next collegiate level okay you got kids that are you know college campuses for example now those are uh i Obviously, much different than an elementary, middle, or high school. college campus is much bigger. you have much more faculty, you have much more students, many more students rather in in some cases in most cases. Um, how would you guys feel if you were still in college? If you had the opportunity to go on campus this semester, would you opt in for that? If they gave you the if you gave you the option, because some parents are saying, "Look, I got a freshman that just graduated high school. That even if they are offering on campus classes, I'm not sending them. To, I'm, I'm just not. I'm just not going to do it." Um, one. So, as a parent, would you send your kid to a college campus versus the younger ones? And then the second thing is, would you guys w- want to go to school?
1: I wouldn't want to.
2: I think I would go though. I wouldn't. I, I definitely yeah. would I don't have. learn well online, to be honest. Like I'm online for my master's right now, and I'm learning, but it's a lot more difficult to do it now than it was when I was in school. Yeah. And yeah. for me, I think that, it, and maturity plays a big part into this because the college students would be on a different maturity level than your fucking ten year old. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I think at that point in time, they would understand the, a little, I would say to a certain extent, they would understand the severity of catching COVID and what yeah. that could happen or what that could do to their, their life. And I think that for me, I'd, I'd rather go to school knowing that there is, even if there is 2,000 other students there, that they all are aware of the COVID-19 process and what's happening. I, yeah. I would trust them more to keep their mask on in class and shit like that than I would a group of 10-year-olds. So,
1: Yeah.
0: It's hard. It's, when, you, when you get down to the nitty-gritty of this whole thing, kudos to the people who have to make these decisions. Because could you imagine being the head of a company, the head of a university, the head of an athletic program? Calvin, I know me, you are big sports heads. The collegiate level when it comes to sports, and we won't touch on this too long, I mean, again, I'm of the mindset if you don't have kids on campus, you don't have you don't have sports, period. Like that. I mean, that that's just that's how that I slice it. right there. It's, Yeah. It's, it's just that black and white for me. It's not like, oh, well, we don't have, you know, students on campus, which is a lot of these schools are finding these loopholes by saying, OK, so we're only going to give you guys one option for one class on campus. One to get your dollars, so you pay that full tuition. That's number one. But number two, so they probably can't afford the ability to say, "All right, well, we're going to have some kids on campus. Let's keep these athletics going." Because I don't know if you saw Kevin, the ACC announced they scheduled they modified schedule. The SEC is probably going to be doing it. Listen, if you are in they're charge, not, of they're making, not going to lose
2: out on that money.
0: <laughs> if you are in charge of making these decisions, you have probably had no sleep, or at least you shouldn't have had sleep in the past four to five months. Because trying to juggle this and dealing with, I mean, hey, kudos to y'all. So bottom line, should the kids go back to school this fall? No.
2: I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no, even though I know I would send my kids. Like y'all niggas got it.
0: I'm gonna say no. And I did want to break up a point. I don't know if I said this already. I did, I asked one of my friends earlier today uh, he's got a – I think he's nine years old. He would be going into – I want to say this, like, the fifth grade, somewhere around there. Uh, I asked him would he send his son back to school when they open the campuses back up at their elementary school. And he said, absolutely not, straight homeschool. So even when they do say it's an okay to go, he's still saying, like, nah, like, he just needs more – he need more time. So uh, it will be an interesting thing to do uh, – or to see, rather – Cause school is getting back in session. We getting right back into the swing of things. Um, thank you so much for that topic, Sierra Danielle. Uh famous Philip. Road Rage, what we got going on? What's going on, man?
2: Um, this week's Road Rage, uh, it deals with my boy Kanye. You know, <laughs> <laughs> not specifically just Kanye, but something that he had done. Um, you know, as you all know, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are married. They had, I guess they had a little rift. There were some pictures that came out about them, like, arguing in the car after coming back from Wyoming, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and later on, Kanye did something that I thought was pretty interesting. He went to Twitter and he tweeted out an apology to Kim K, um about the way he had been acting um, and some do other you, stuff.
0: I was about to say, do you have the apology, Calvin? Because I think my girl might have sent it to me, but I don't, I don't. I have Kanye's tweets on notifications. I'm that kind of Kanye person, and for whatever right. reason, I don't know what I was—I I don't know what I was doing that night. I missed the whole apology thing. I don't know.
2: I—if you give me a second, I probably can find it.
0: Um Because yeah. it, it wasn't no, too long I, ago. Yeah, I think he might have deleted the tweets actually, but um, I know but they put I, it I on mean, the Shade Room though. So if you
2: want to look on the Shade Room real quick just to see if you can find it,
0: yeah, um, I can find it. I can find it. Yeah.
2: And, and basically you know he went on on social media oh I got it boom he said I would like to apologize to my wife Kim for going public with something that was a private matter I did not cover her like she was she, like she has covered me um Kim I want to say I know I hurt you please forgive me thank you for always being there Now um it it's interesting to see Kanye West go out and do something that public because in my opinion, I think when you get married to someone, there's a lot of things that probably need to stay between you guys or the family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know he did come out publicly with something that probably could have stayed private, but my question is to you guys, do you ever think it's acceptable to accept an apology via social media um, from a significant other? So, like, if, if my girl, or like, if your girl was to do something wrong to you, too. Would my girl you want, like, yeah, yeah, for instance, like, would you want her to go through social media to apologize for you? I mean, to apologize um,
0: to you through social media. Um, and
1: the cheating was public, like the cheating was like.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like, yeah, because if. If the cheating was public and it was and it was made known to the masses that this is something that went down. You know, I, I don't believe you owe social, I, I don't, I, I don't personally believe you owe social media any type of uh, response towards anything, right? And we'll, we'll get to this in a minute when we talk about Meg The Stallion, but I don't necessarily believe, even if it was public, that that is going to somehow soothe my mental or my, you know, moving forward with you in any capacity because social media isn't really the real life of what we have to deal with when right. the, when the phones go off, you know what I'm saying? When the, when the, te- when the computer's off when the TV's off, when we turn these phones off, I still got to either a, I mean, lay down with you in bed or, you know, have a conversation with you. So regardless of if it's private or public or whatever that may be, then I think that that, um, conversation doesn't really warrant, a public response. Now, with Kanye's situation, again, for me and Kanye it's not unusual for him to do that regardless. I mean, Kanye is going to make up Kanye is going to screenshot a text message that you and him are having and post it to his Twitter without you even asking. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of mm-hmm. that's the type of time Kanye be on. So, I'm not surprised that Kanye did that, but I do not believe that a public apology is warranted regardless of uh the action. Um you don't so depending, what do you, what do you think? depending on that. Yeah.
1: Huh. I feel say for example if if a man hurt me and it's like publicized and stuff like that I feel like a public apology is not necessarily needed at all because one I feel like People feel led to do Instagram apologies, or especially when dudes be making posts about their girl, be like, "I didn't put you through hell and back, and you just stood by my side." No, 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 no. Because I feel like that stuff isn't even for you at this point. I feel like you're trying to prove yourself to people that are watching you guys, when they're not the ones that have to deal with the real work of rebuilding if you choose to rebuild, sorting shit out if you choose to separate, all this kind of stuff in private. Um, as far as Kanye's concerned, Kim came out and spoke about his mental health diagnosis, which is bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. I feel like, one, a lot of people really don't understand mental health to be able to kind of understand what Kim is going through or what even Kanye is going through, especially having mental health issues as a black man in America. um, I feel like for him to keep having these, like, incidences in the media, because this isn't his first time that he's had a run-in with the media. Even when he, when Katrina hit, he went on TV and was like, George Bush does not care about Black people. With with Taylor Swift, when he interrupted Taylor Swift's acceptance speech, and all these things, and the presidency and stuff like that, I feel like, one... I don't think he owes, the only person he owes an apology is his family and Kim because he said a lot of stuff in the media, even down to his daughter and you know Kim's decision to possibly not have their daughter and stuff like that. Nobody needed to know all of that. But like I don't think he owes the public an apology because it's none of our business what goes on in their house. And we wouldn't have known any of that information unless he would have said it. We wouldn't have been worried about it because they've been really private with their relationship as far as what goes on with their family and the ins and outs and stuff like that. The only people he owes an apology is his family. He doesn't have to do it publicly. He hasn't, doesn't have to do it, you know, bells and whistles. So everybody can see, look, I'm Kanye and I apologize. Everything's good in the world. No, like that's not our business, but I do feel like he needs to get help as far as his mental health, like stuff is concerned, I do. but I, I, me personally, I don't want a public apology. Like it's nobody's business.
2: I do think in the case right now of Kanye that it speaks volumes that he's doing a public apology because I think that for someone like a Kim K who uh, is probably wrapped up in social media because of you know how, she, how clouded she is, it, it may help her. It may make her feel good that he actually is apologizing publicly because it's showing that, hey, I'm not only going to tell my family, I'm not going to tell my friends, but I'm telling all of you. That I want y'all to understand, I fucked up, and I and I did apologize, probably in secret. But I'm also going to p- apologize publicly to reaffirm the apology I had originally. And so, it it's weird. I will say it's different. I think for me personally, I, I agree with y'all. Like, I don't know if a if a public apology would be something that I would personally want to do or would want to see. Like, I don't want. I don't want my girl to go on, on Instagram and be like, hey, I did this wrong to Calvin and blah, 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 blah. Like hey, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. be good on that. I'm good on that. I don't yeah. I don't need that. Cause cause that invites too many questions, but also it invites too many people in your business. And I'm yeah. I'm more of a like, I'm not gonna say secretive person when it comes to a relationship, but like I mind mine, you know, I mind my own business. Like we mind our own business in our relationship. And I, I think that's the best way to have a good relationship is you keep things between y'all. And when things go good, when things go bad, y'all still keep it between
0: y'all. Yeah, because yeah. Even 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 celebrate the wins in silence.
2: So it's, sometimes it's yeah. better to because.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we went to uh, just for context, we
2: went to a, uh, a counseling session for premarital counseling the other day.
0: Yeah. Um, we're gonna are get you doing, a different counts. Huh? Are, are are y'all doing a uh, b- biblical or or cl- or clinical? Uh, clinical. It, uh, clinical. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah. so we had we had a lady and she was okay, but I don't really think she rocked. She's, she's too old for us. I think yeah. we wanted somebody a, a little bit closer to our age, but also who could relate to us a little bit better. Um, yeah. But one thing she did say was, she was like, you know, the issue when it comes to things like that in marriage and marriage and relationships is that when, like, let's say, for instance, my girl does something wrong and I go tell Nick. Now Nick's perception of my girl is different even mm-hmm. even if it didn't affect who Nick like what Nick is doing, me telling Nick that issue or that problem now he knows he's like oh damn well I remember Cal told me you know two months ago this happened and it's like you you'll always have that perception of oh shit like when it comes Bro, to his girl oh, you, you I... gotta be careful about stuff you know what I'm saying?
0: Bro, I when I say when I tell you uh, I have I have made mistakes in the past confiding about issues within my relationship uh and you know when you start talking about issues with your relationship like calvin said that perception then definitely changes the game on the dynamic between you and whoever that person is because especially in the event that they don't necessarily like who your uh person is or um Just even going down that route in the first place, that definitely changes the game in um, the perception of how things may be viewed. And to y'all's point, keeping it in-house, whether it be for the losses you guys have in a relationship or the wins, I think it makes it a better time for the both of y'all. It gives y'all a much better peace of mind altogether because kudos to Kim for going on social media and making that post about Kanye and talking about his mental health, but she did not owe that to us. She nope. did not. Oh, that that like, you know, that's something that because at the end of the day, even though she did that, people are still going to go online and still find some way to make jokes and slander and do all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like it's because it, it's free game Um, when she posted yeah. on social media, like it, it is free game. And, you know. Calvin can attest to this from back in the day when we was out here running around doing crazy things. If we were to do something and we texting a girl and then we get screenshotted and we know we getting in, you know, we, you know, we in a group chat and you know, all, all this, all this other stuff, man. So, um, yeah, I don't think a public apology is really necessary in those instances.
2: Yeah. And and I will say this, I think that there are moments in which you may can do things publicly, um, that, maybe aren't so incriminating you know what i'm saying like you could do a nice gesture posted on social media to to not apologize but yeah but i'm saying you don't even know that you,
0: you don't even know all yeah, that yeah. yeah you don't even yeah. like that's what i'm saying like you don't need like like social media is not like i i don't know what the word is it's, it it it's not for y'all as a couple you know what i'm saying i mean you 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 can i, I don't know it's what hard for mean, me you to know find the word
2: words. Is. Like I don't know
0: how, I don't know how to define the fact that like, if something is going around, like going to rise in your relationship, that's on a negative level. You don't necessarily. If, if, if social media didn't exist, you would have to get through that fire, regardless. Is what yeah. I'm saying. Social media like,
2: doesn't dictate the the yeah. the relationship, I guess. Like yeah,
0: like it it doesn't. They don't dictate have
1: the entitlement to know.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, that that makes sense. So all words that you guys have said definitely make sense. But uh, yeah, that's that, that's just how I feel about that.
2: So. Okay, Sierra, did you have anything else on that topic? That's really all I just want to talk yeah. about is like public apologies and
0: what. How do y'all I like y'all
2: apologies?
0: Out. My apologies. What do you mean?
1: Like if somebody like like I I don't know if you guys touched on it, but um, like if your girl did something,
2: like I'd like, rather just tell me straight straight up face to face as opposed to like. Via text or a call, yeah. like I mean, yeah, I, it, it, there is some apologies that are okay to take over the call, like, but if it's something like serious, serious, I'd rather them tell me straight up. Have uh,
0: so I've had to have I've had to receive a serious, serious apology. Calvin, have you had to receive a serious, serious apology?
2: Yeah, in the past.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm uh, w- w- within your current relationship.
2: Um uh I want to say yes, but I, I it depends on what i I would consider like serious serious, but um yeah, I mean, yeah we have some definitely conversations <laughs> where it was like yeah we we need to talk face to face about this
0: yeah, and, I, w- and yeah. I I was just gonna say i agree the, the the same way uh I believe that there is um I've had to receive apologies, and you know. I can't say that I, uh, oh my bad. Um, I can't say that the apologies that I received have not been, um, okay. And I mean, I'm pretty good at receiving apologies. I'm not really too big on kind of holding on, I don't really hold on to much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I deal with it, kind of roll with the punches type of thing.
1: I need your actions to match your apology, or else it won't mean nothing to me.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, that's that on that, man. Um, let's go ahead and clap it up one time for Row Rage. We do that every single week on the Push your Star podcast. It uh, final topic of the evening. We are going to discuss uh, a very prominent conversation that's happening right now on social media uh, via Meg The Stallion. The last time we spoke on the podcast, I do not believe Meg The Stallion had been shot. But she has been shot. And she was shot in both of her feet, according to her and uh to my knowledge she is okay uh had to have some surgery and uh via her words (laughs) it could have went really bad if it hit one area of the foot versus the area of the foot that didn't didn't hit
1: hit any bone or tendons
0: yeah so there is speculation for those that have been living under a rock that this conversation or this rather incident happened within a car leaving Kylie Jenner's party that was all documented, it was all over social media. they was all partying together, and something happened that we don't know. We're, we're not going to sit here and act like we know what happened. All we know is that there are vague um, there are vague accusations across the board that people are just trying to piece together. But the story is bottom line, Tory Lane shot Meg stack. Bottom line. And that's the story that's going on wrong right now. That's just what it is on today's date. Now, and
1: he has not spoken since then. Since he has not he has not,
0: the he, yeah, he has not come out and said anything. Now, uh, my girl sent me a tweet that says Tory Lanez will be fine. He will still book shows, release albums, and host his little IG live show. Hip-hop culture and the larger music industry loves protecting black men who've harmed black women. It's a defiant reminder of the little regard they have for black women's pain. Um, I want to know Specifically from Sierra here For the moment Like what is it that we As What men in a hip hop culture What are we getting wrong In this instance for Like the Tory lanes Of the worlds, and I can't think of other examples But for them being Like okay moving past instances How, how what are we not getting right
1: So with a lot of Black women that I've seen this year being, being killed, hurt, whatever the case may be, there's a big difference in how when Black women go through things, um, how they're perceived. And I, it's, it's, a, it's a multitude of different reasons. So one, Black women are perceived to be such, so strong and so resilient and you're so strong and da 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 That we're not even allowed to be, like, to feel weak, to be weak. Because we're expected to take on so much. Like, we're expected to withstand so much hurt, so much abuse, so much, so much. So it's just like, when we do try to cry out for help, or when we do try to make our hurts and wounds visible, like Meg did in her IG Live, it's just, you know, it's not really... I think the fact that she's genuinely hurting is, is, in the shat, is foreshadowed by the blackness and the strongness of the black woman. The second thing is people don't take it serious. That's the exact same re- reason why Brianna Taylor is just a meme that people say and people just mention her name just to be down with the cause and that's that. Like, that's that's, it's just, that's what it is. And I feel like people went way harder for George Floyd than they did for Breonna Taylor. I feel like a lot of people didn't go that hard for the young woman, the activist that went missing that ended up being killed. I think I forgot what her name was. She had a beautiful name, but I can't think of it, and I don't want to mess it up because she deserves better than that. Um, but people don't take it serious. You got people... But why, but, 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 why,
0: but why do you why do you think that is why do you think that we don't take it like say but like and I want to get to a bigger point I want Calvin's take on it too is the fact that like I've I, I live with a woman who is an extreme, you know, woman's like feminist activist like she'll probably tell you otherwise but that's just what she is so I hear this on a daily basis, you know, yeah. the system fails, you know, women black women all the time. And mm-hmm. I guess my thing is. When you look at these entities, and we'll we'll even bring up a name like Chris Brown, for example, and I know we have mixed reviews and opinions about Chris Brown, and other and, and there are pro- probably other examples that we could bring along the way. When these guys do these things, they end up like that tweet said, not really sacrificing much or or, or losing out on the back end. And I guess my point is, what like you you say we don't care, but it's like. What? I feel like we do care but it's like this, it, it, there's, some, there's something that people, we're missing black,
1: people, people depending on what the black woman looks like and who she is people care differently because I guarantee you if Rihanna got shot people would react totally differently
0: but I, th- but I don't think that's because the case because a lot though. of men yes it
1: is. is because black men were saying black men have been criticizing and yes Megan Thee Stallion is a thick tall beautiful She's a whole woman, but there have also been black men saying, oh, she too tall. She got to be a, she got to be a tranny. She too this, she too, you know, big. She got to be a tranny. Even people saying that Tory Lanez shot her because he found out she was a tranny and he was trying to get that. And that's why he shot her and people that tweet went viral. And I'm like, y'all, uh, is y'all retweeting and favoring this. Y'all probably feel that way to a certain extent. Like, and even if she was a tranny, That shows y'all transphobia by thinking that because you, a straight man, are attracted to a trans woman who happens to be beautiful because some of them are very beautiful, that you can't even understand or see that they're a man. If you're attracted to them, that's not on them. They don't deserve to get shot for it. So I've seen a lot of people saying, well, Meg probably did something for her to get shot or Meg is meg is distant and a third even down to police they made megan the stallion walk backwards to them and she had bullet wounds in her feet as if she was the aggressor so it's just like i don't think megan has gotten the the support that she needs during this time because a lot of people take it a lot of people take black women's pain as a joke because we're this whole concept of black women being these strong resilient just just these super women that we can't even be weak
0: see man okay i i've i've got I've got some things to I, I i've got a few things to say to that point calvin what are we doing wrong what are we doing wrong
2: um I think that the black woman has always been at the bottom of the totem pole with and not saying i i i look at that that way that society hey, yeah. that's how they rank like I guess likeness, right? Like yeah. white man, white female, black male, black female, um, et cetera. And I think that I agree with Sierra when she says like, we're not treating Megan The Stallion with the care and support that she needs. Um, I And I will I will say a caveat to that is that I'm always a proponent when things like this happen, we got to look at everything on both sides. I don't just automatically... Uh, assume an aggressor. I don't automatically assume a victim, right? However, um, in this situation, yes, she was shot. We know we, she was shot, and um, and I think that until we get all the facts, we have to be careful of how we accuse the accuser, which is said accuser is Tory Lanez right now. We don't we don't know all the facts, right? I know he probably did some wrong shit. Which whether she was aggressive or not, shooting the woman ain't ain't the ain't the the retaliation. You know what I'm saying? Um, which is the same thing I said about Chris Brown and Rihanna, like facts came out later. I, I do understand what happened. And I was still over there like Chris Brown, you should never did that. That's not the way that you should retaliate, even if she somebody hit. pushed you to that point. Yeah. And so I think, um, I think as black men, we have to be able to step up and say, you know what, even if she did go crazy and she was warranted in that shooting of the foot, we still got to support her. You know what I'm saying? Like, we still got to say, you know, maybe he spoke to her wrong. Maybe he didn't appreciate her as a black woman. And if he did, he would have never done what he did. And so, um, it's tough. I, I think that, I don't know, I think by me speaking up on a podcast is a way of me supporting Megan Thee Stallion, But outside of this, I don't know how much I would be able to do to help support her, right? Like, I mean, I can listen to more of her music, maybe get her streams up. But I mean, in in the sense of what can I do other than being an ally and being vocal about it on my platform, I don't, I don't know how much more we can do other than just making sure we keep pushing the, the culture forward. Because the same thing that we ask of our white allies when it comes to racism is what women are asking for men as being allies. Like, we have to support them, even when some shit don't always add up. And then I'm not saying it don't add up in this situation, but like in general, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I've had to, I've had to come to terms with this. I know when we talked about, uh, like rape victims and stuff like that. And I, I always will say this. I don't automatically just assume e- either side. Right. I wait for the facts. And a lot of people had issues with me saying that because they were saying, well, you're not, you're not giving the woman their just due or their respect. And I'm like, in all due respect for me, some women lie and i know that's not all women you know what i'm saying but it happens and so um i still stand on my stance of like you know waiting until all the facts and stuff come out on certain cases like this but the difference that i do now that i didn't do back then is that I, I will always support the woman like i will i will give you my 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 full allegiance like i'm here for you i'm, I'm an ally if truth comes out and it's not what I thought it was, I will still support you as a woman because I know that you were disrespected in some capacity, but I will call you out on that shit. Like, I will let you know, nigga, you was wrong for for lying or doing whatever, but I'm still gonna support you in the fact that knowing that whatever did happen to you shouldn't have happened. Yeah. So I feel
1: like I, you have to start, I mean, I mean, it's not something that we can just do and, you know, it just makes it better. It's it's down to even when you have a black female friend and she's hurting because I feel like a lot of black women are conditioned to be these superwomen like we don't we just think that we can and take I, a lot because that's how we're raised. I wanted to touch raised.
0: on that point. I want to. That's I, how I, we're I wanted, raised. I, I, I wanted to touch on that point, and I know we, we don't have too much much more time, but there's a few things I wanted to point out from the both of y'all. One of the things I wanted to really get into is the idea of men continuing to win post a negative situation, right? Like we talk about, especially when it deals with women. Now we are in a male-dominant society, so the obvious question is, all right, you know, men are just gonna protect their own. But my question is, we've been having conversations like this for years, and I'm still kind of like, all right, well, what onus is it on me that I have to say, like, all right, um, You know Tory Lanes like officially... because you know i don 't believe in cancel culture because just i just't i don 't think it works I, I think I think it's people pick and choose and it 's just not a streamed line system for canceling for me to support the canceling somebody, but when you look at somebody like a Tory Lanes, if this does come out to be true that he was the aggressor and he shot Meg the stallion, number one you just can 't shoot Meg the stallion bro come on, why is it that he why is it that his IG Live is still going to be popping? You know, why is it that, like, you know, it, that, because I feel like so oftentimes it's all, like, I, I'm not trying to sit here and play, like, oh, my God, like, I'm such a I'm such a victim or whatever. But oftentimes it is put on men where we look at other men and, you know, we're the reason for their success post a traumatic situation that they've had, which has been completely dinged you know, negative and irresponsible and all the different names. So it is eye-boggling to myself as to why that happens. And then to the second point is, Sierra, you talked about women have always been put... Uh, every time I say, hey, Sierra, Siri thinks that I'm saying her name on my Mac. Uh, so she keeps popping up if you guys keep hearing me click. Yeah, that happens uh, on the, all the time. Um When you hear... When you say Black women have been raised to be so strong and you guys have this... Uh, you say the perception of black women has been that you have been the elite of black strong men. I feel like the, the same onus that you guys feel that you have is the same onus that's put on us as black men. I think it's just that we are we are looked upon to protect you guys, and, you, and, and, and sometimes you feel like we fail you in protecting you. So I feel that. But I don't want it to be a case where it's looked at as like, alright, so you know, the guys aren't strong in these instances. It's just the way that they handle being strong looks completely different in instances as, you know, a woman having to deal with that. Uh, because we love you guys. And we want, like, you know what I'm saying? We love you guys. You love. And it's good you know. for
1: you to say that, but a lot of black men don't. And that's the reality of the situation. Because if all black men loved black women, there wouldn't be transphobic jokes Towards Meg Thee Stallion and why she got shot. There wouldn't be colorism between in the in the in the black male community about how black women look like monkeys and cockroaches and stuff like that, and light-skinned women are the the better. Like if, if you if that statement is true, yes, if some of a lot of you do love black women, but we still have to deal with the men that don't.
0: I that, agree with you that in that. I, I, it's I, hard. I, I, I agree with you in that instance. The part that I disagree with though. Tori Lane shot Meg Thee stallion if ASAT Rocky shot Rihanna in in both of her feet the, the the same concept, Rihanna is a bigger entity altogether but but, but the same kind con- but the, the, the way, way she looks does
1: play her. a part let's let's keep it a buck the way she looks well I mean na- play I mean a part in it
0: but now, but that's only because she's got ten years in the game.
1: No, I disagree. I completely disagree. I completely disagree.
0: So
2: you don't you don't think that that Nicki Minaj would get the same like kind of stuff?
1: Like you think if if like Nicki got, if Nicki Minaj got shot, would she get I, more respect than Megan?
2: Or well, get I more think, outpour? I, I personally agree with Nick that I think that the longevity of their career would. Put a lot of more respect on their name, like yeah. Because I think if you give Meg, Beyonce, like that.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you give Meg ten years, like she is, she Meg is a list right now in 20. But you
1: guys would be completely like, I'm saying Rihanna been a list since 2004. Oh, so you guys would be completely in denial if you guys said that her looks and the fact that she's light skinned would not play any part at all in how no, I, people I would say that. that.
2: I don't. I don't think that, but I think that the. I think that the years of their relevance would play a bigger part, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. Because I, I if you think about it, like okay, we've known Meg Thee for what two years, two three years.
0: Yeah. If that we've yeah.
2: known Beyonce damn near twenty. So yes. it's like,
0: Rihanna you know, fifteen. The, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. The uh, I'm just it, this is not in comparison for for detriment uh, acts. This is just saying right. that I don't. I don't want it to be a thing where we say that. You know, I, I mean, and again, this is my perspective as a black man who may not be as knowledgeable, but it's just that if those women were to be in the same instance on the same level of action, if if it was Jay to shoot B or whoever, like I said, A$AP Rocky with Rihanna, I think the level of social conversation would still exist. Right. And, and again, it would be heightened for them like you would get a CNN notification for them. As opposed to a baller alert notification for Meg, but that's only because Meg just doesn't have the years on her. You see what I'm saying? It's not that she's not gonna get there, because she, because Meg has because Meg like- she's the number one. Meg Meg has surpassed Cardi right now rapping, like on a like on, on on. If you if you say who are the most relevant female rapper in 2020, it is Megan the Stallion. It was held by Cardi just a year ago. We forget that Bodak Yellow was the biggest thing in the world, and then we had this stallion come in and snatch the crime. Not too long ago before that, we had Nicki Minaj. I'm saying, it, it, the, the same level of conversation and energy that would be in support of these women has to, I mean, you know, it shouldn't be, but they're just relevant, you know what I'm saying? Nicki Minaj could get, she's not dropping any music or doing anything, she just announced her pregnancy, but if she were to get shot, we would be having these same conversations. You know what I'm saying? If it were happening in the same vein. So I don't want to get, like, I just, I don't want to get that part twisted where it's like, it's a colorism thing that the conversation and the narrative I'm saying,
1: I'm saying that the way they look would be definitely, it would definitely play a part in how a lot of the black community would react to it. Like, you even got black women clowning Meg Thee Stallion.
0: And that's why I, but feel I like- think, but I, but I think anybody would get these, I'm saying like in the, under the same circumstances, um, no, no circumstances are different. You just change the people. You've got Rihanna, Beyonce, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. You put any one of them and they were shot by a man in both feet. You are going, there are going to be jokes that are going to get off. The, there's going to be jokes against Rihanna. There's going to be like, if there are some, like I there agree. are people that, there are people that are that sick that are going to get these jokes off, but
1: that's still wrong.
0: I mean, like, we're not saying that it's
1: not. And that's still wrong because the and that and that happens a lot with black women.
2: Well, that I, that well, does. I think, I think, and I'm not 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 to like stay on this too long, but I think anybody would get the jokes. I mm-hmm. now I, I agree. I think that there are some jokes that probably shouldn't be said because they are black women. However, I think that anybody would get the jokes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like Twitter is just a very a mm-hmm. Cool place, like it, yeah. you can really do whatever on Twitter. So you got to realize too, a lot of people are just talking behind the screen. and so mm-hmm. even with some of those jokes that are not right, a lot of people will still support it because they're like, "Damn, that shit was funny." Yeah.
0: Like, I
2: mean, yeah. it, and it, it's a, it's the equivalent, and it is this is a probably a bad analogy, but niggas make jokes about like 911 and shit like that, yeah. and people can now laugh about it because it's years later, yeah. but. At the time, it probably wasn't the best way to, to be joking. You know what I'm saying? If Twitter was out during 9-11, like, that shit would have been shut down ASAP. Um, but it, people make jokes about stuff like that. So we, I think that we have to either completely uh, desensitize from it or yeah, a- yeah. A- approach every joke the same okay, I, that's a joke i'm I don't agree with that. I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna spam it. I'm gonna report it, blah, blah blah. but it it ain't gonna happen.
0: yeah listen man i really I really appreciate the fact that we can have this conversation again Sierra there There are multiple times on the podcast where I say I appreciate your voice as a woman. Because I think you definitely have a great voice to be able to project to the people and can kind of combat some of the male ideology that me and Calvin may have at times just to kind of get some perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all, that's all it is. And I think a lot more of this could probably be beneficial just to sit down and be like, yo, because like you said, there are a lot of black brothers. There's a lot of black brothers out there that love their black sisters. You know what I'm saying? And the ones that don't. They just need a little bit more loving. You know what I'm saying? As much as it's hard, you know, we don't want to shun them away. We just got to embrace them a little bit more. So clap it up for that, man. And um Stallion, we, we, we really wish you a, a speedy recovery. And, you know, I know music is the last thing on your mind at this moment in time. But please bless us uh, when you can, when you feel better, when the time is right. Uh, some new music, man. So Sierra Danielle, what you got planned for the weekend? School work. School work.
1: Cool work yeah. um oh I am going to Charlotte Saturday to oh mm. ah. um has a little shindig going on for his listening party
0: oh well it it the litany of the crew will also be in the Charlotte area
1: oh is that fine
0: <laughs> that's right yeah. uh, we will be um shout out to you are you guys Michigan? going to
1: the Timae? are you going to the listening party
2: I actually have I have a shoot that booked at the same exact time, so I can't go.
0: I I wanted be, to go though. So what's, uh, what's I will this? be on a boat. What's I'll be on you? a boat. What time? I'll be on a boat. I'll, I will be getting off the boat at like what time, Cal? Four, four. So like so, then the night time well, He's in
2: the party at seven. I know the shoot. I but have he got is but he got the line. shoot.
0: But what we'll, you know what? Hey, just know, hey, Charlotte area, it's still COVID, but Push and Start will definitely be in your area code. And y'all might, uh, y'all, you know what? I love y'all. Peace, love, happiness, Push and Start. We got to talk. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. (laughs)